Hi, this is Chad. I'm so glad to be part of your journey towards product mastery so you can develop products your customers love. Today we're talking about what I regard as the most influential professional product association that you've likely have never heard of, except maybe perhaps from me, since we've talked about it a few times. The association is PDMA, the Product Development and Management Association. And we'll talk about what they do and why you probably want to be aware of them. Susan Pinta is joining us. She is the chair of PDMA and has served in other volunteer roles with the association in the past. She's also the co-founder and managing partner of Meteor. That's been providing professional services for 26 years to product organizations in a number of areas from product insights, product development management, and technology platforms. And it's worth noting that PDMA is a volunteer-led organization. And like Susan, most of the people involved in its leadership have full-time jobs and product roles, yet make time to contribute to the professional association. And on and off, I've been one of those as well, contributing to PDMA. In my association with them, I just found them really vital to my career development, and I want to continue helping others learn from this body of knowledge, so to speak, from what PDMA does and help other product managers. And I'm currently serving PDMA by being an author on the third edition of their body of knowledge for product innovation, a book that Wiley will be publishing in early 2024. And as a reminder, this episode is sponsored by someone, and in this case, it's sponsored by PDMA themselves. This is our opportunity to learn more about the Product Development and Management Association. If you want to find out, instead of just listening to this, if you want a written record of what we talk about, it's a great way of sharing it with colleagues as well, including a one-page action guide that we always prepare to help you put into action some of the key things we will be talking about. To find those resources at productmasterynow.com slash 451. Susan, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. So you're a repeat guest. We met a little over a year ago. There's enough people in PDMA that I don't know everyone by any means, but we met through PDMA. uh, And you joined us to talk a little bit about the association and also the annual conference, which is coming up again, which we will talk about in a bit. But first, let's just get us grounded. When someone says, what is this PDMA thing? (laughs) And they do say that. So PDMA, Product Development and Management Association, I, Susan's version, my version, what I say is that we exist to advance and nurture the discipline of innovation, product development, product management. And we do that through academic research, academic focus, professional development and education, certification and community We were actually founded in 1976 by a group of individuals who at that point probably powered some of the most respected and recognized and innovative companies. But today we are still doing that and we are one of the only associations, if not the only professional association to bring together academics, practitioners and service providers around this discipline. Excellent. Bringing together that very, very important combination of people that are researching what's going on in our area for product management, product innovation, product leadership, and practitioners that are putting this into practice it, itself. And it does have a pretty strong history of being founded in 1976 by people that wanted to share the information with others, which is the reason this podcast came into existence, was wanting to share some knowledge with other product people. And advance the discipline. Advance the discipline, I think, is one of the key things. And I bet you're teeing me up to to say what I was going to say. So go ahead. No, that's fantastic, right? There's always new information developed all the time, and we're trying to include that into the body of knowledge. PDMA, as you said, has a lot of researchers involved, but there's always this advancing body of knowledge and, in a sense, curating it and making it easier for people to get their hands around. 
But oddly enough, when I talk to product VPs and organizations about how do you get your hands around what we should know as product people, a lot of them don't know about PDMA. Why is that? Why is this not better known to people working in the discipline? You can talk about it as a marketing problem, but actually I do think there is some root cause that you can find in our mission. Because we are about nurturing the discipline itself, and that is our primary goal, it doesn't end up being the place where individuals that work in product roles come to get jobs, for example. Or because we our focus is on thought leadership, and a lot of times the kind of content that we bring to the table is heavy. It might be academic-based in our journal, or it at least will be pretty well researched and thought through, I think that we end up being for those who are not faint of heart when it comes to product development and management. So many individuals that work in product management, product development roles, they're doing that on a, it's a stop on their career path. And if it's a stop on your career path, then you don't necessarily get jazzed about the discipline itself. And so the people that come together with PD for, to support PDMA in who are members of PDMA, we are all about that. So that's my theory. The easy answer would be to say, I think our work in our communities is through our chapters. And so we are, we are not putting commercialized content out there. We don't have a big marketing engine. And so while we are a global organization, it grassroots through each individual location where our chapters are. So I would also say that it, it harkens back to that. Should we be better known? Yes. I do think where there are organizations that are trying to professionalize the discipline of product development and product management inside their company, whether that's by engaging in a particular process or having individuals that they feel need further professional development. And you know all about this. Our certification does get visible. And that is when we would be better known. But if you're talking about a small to medium-sized business, and there are a lot of those, especially in the US, there you might not engage with it unless you came across a chapter, or you came across our journal, or you came across somebody like you, Chad, or somebody like me, it would be, so that, that's my theory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I have also been perplexed by this, given the wealth of resources that PDMA has and the amount of work that goes on at PDMA for furthering the discipline. And that does make sense to me. That has been the focus on furthering the discipline. The focus is not really on training. As you said, there's a certification to help you have motivation to learn the body of knowledge and be able to put it into action. But you don't think of PDMA as, oh, like a pragmatic marketing. You go there for training. That's not right. kind of the right. same category. Right. You, you, you truly don't. Yeah. Although um, you should, right, if you're serious about your role. But we're just, we are not a training organization in that way. I had the great pleasure of doing work for Motorola for a while. And product director that brought me in there had gone through all the trainings, right? Had done the pragmatic marketing and all the other names we could mention and gone through all the trainings. And he went through the individual training that I offer, which is based on PDMA's body knowledge, which is this really broad, wide breadth of how do we go from that original idea, insight, need to something that we maintain in the marketplace as a, success, as a successful product. And he wanted to ha bring that in for his the team that he had that was going through some, some really big challenges that they had in front of them. 
And after we got done with that, so I basically helped them learn the body of knowledge that PDMA puts together. I asked him, why was that? Why did you want to do that together? You've been through all kinds of training yourself. And he said, Chad, I don't know of anything that provides as broad of a view on what product management actually is. And this exposes us to everything that we really need to know in our careers as product people. It was really good for the team. And it was so good, it just as evidence that they decided to roll that out to all their product managers worldwide and not just that one team. And I'm in the same boat. I don't know of anything that is as broad of a perspective. There's also some independent credibility to me because it's not a for-profit organization. It's a volunteer-ran organization connected to lots of research that goes on. And we're not, per se, developing training we're trying to sell as an organization. Although it's available, it hasn't been the focus. Right. We're trying to develop the ba- we're trying to develop the basis for that training, right? Absolutely. I mean, PDMA was founded by academics. So we cannot forget that. And the service providers and practitioners serve to be translators and consumers of that information. But the idea isn't wasn't for PDMA to go out and train everybody. It was to create that body of knowledge, the basis from which others could go out and do that. Yep. We'll get back to all these things a little bit prior as we talk more. But how did you personally get involved with PDMA? I'll date myself here. Back in the late 90s, I'm from Boston. And so I was asked to restart the New England chapter. So I had just sold my software startup and I had started a consulting company, which I really didn't think I'm an engineer and I really didn't think that I was going to stay in consulting. I was pretty cynical at the time. But I was in consulting and supporting product teams and doing work around them making decisions and so forth about what to build, what to keep, what to jettison. And I came across, it was actually a competitor of ours who had, maybe we had been at a conference, I don't recall where we were, but he had said to me, listen, we used to have this chapter for this association called PDMA in New England. And that company had put their money into it at that point. That was PRTM at that time. And it is now defunct. Would you be interested in restarting PDMA in New England to try to gather together professionals in our discipline? And I said, sure. At that point, I was just starting to teach higher ed at the graduate level at Northeastern. And I was pretty jazzed about the discipline, about innovation, about product development and so forth. And so that is really how I got involved. I went from starting restarting New England to being on the PDMA International Board in the late 90s and early 2000s. So right now I'm on my sort of second tour of duty many years, 20 years later. But that was how I got involved. Excellent. Dragged in through the local chapter and kind of restarted. Dragged in, dragged in through the local tra- chapter and happy to put some arms and legs and resources behind behind it. Real quick, I have a similar chapter story, which is I stumbled across PDMA with a Google search. Right. And so for me, this was like 2005 because I had very much been involved with PMI, Project Management Institute. And as a product person, I wasn't getting all my answers. Right. I couldn't find everything I needed there. And I thought maybe there's some similar organization for product people. And I did a Google search and up came PDMA. I went, oh, I should check this out. Two weeks later, went to the local chapter meeting. And there were, I think, nine of us that showed up at this local chapter meeting. And the president of the chapter said, Actually, it was planned to be our last meeting. We just have been losing a little bit of momentum. And there were four of us there that said, what? We were brand new to it. Like, we we can't just let this stop. 
And so we built a new board and continued on. And in a couple of months, we had 40 people coming to the meeting and usually 40 to 60, somewhere there. And it was just great because it was an opportunity for product people who you don't ever get to run into. And even if you're working with other product managers in your organization, you don't typically have a lot of contact with them. And it was a good opportunity to get together and hear about the struggles and challenges and successes that people have especially in other industries. I found that really insightful to me as a software product manager to hear about how things were taking place and like toothpaste or building materials. Mm -hmm. And it helped me make better connections to what we do. Yep, totally agree. So that's how you how we got our start. Let's talk about the value that you have found by being a, being associated with PDMA. You just described a lot of the value that I find as an individual, right? I fancy myself a lifelong learner, and you've heard already that I'm I care about the discipline, about nurturing the discipline. And in fact, one of the things that we didn't talk about at the beginning was Meteor's focus is in fact largely around financial services today. We started in industrial products and manufacturing, and then I was in software because I had a software company. But for the last 20 of our 26 years, most of our focus has been in financial services, where the discipline was pretty young when we Mm -hmm. started. And so what PDMA brought to the table for me is similar to, to the story you just shared, which is you're always learning. It's great and fascinating to hear how other industries, whether that's fast-moving consumer goods or industrial products or something else entirely, deal with product development, product management, organizations, process, and so forth. And so it provided me with colleagues and an opportunity to learn and, frankly, to look through many different lenses. And because I was starting to teach and the individuals in my classes were from different industries, that ended up being super valuable. It also kept me at the forefront of where the research was headed. So where's the discipline headed? Because we have a big piece of our organization that's focused on academics and research, that ends up being the future. So you have the opportunity to get involved in those conversations and weigh in from the from the front lines and from the real world and so forth and debate and such. And I just found that extremely valuable. And I think anybody that joins PDMA will find it, that part of our value is quite unique. Yeah. And it is unique value. Yep. I always go back to it's a larger perspective than you probably first think about in doing a product role. And I think when you get, first get into a product role, you're focused on very specific things that need to get done. Like, man, our process is messed up. And maybe even today, just how do we go about figuring out what to do next? Of the things that are in front of us we could do, we have so many resources and time, right? And we get focused on very specific things that do need to get done. But I think one of the benefits of the body of knowledge is it gives you a larger perspective and it will help you become a better leader faster yep. because you are thinking more strategically and not just tactically. Okay. You want one more quick story? Sure. I'll take a quick story. <laughs> I used to, I, I primarily just do this for companies now. We are trying to set up a system to do this for individuals again. And for people that want to find out about that, go to productmasterynow.com slash community. But I used to do these public groups. I happened to do one for PDMA earlier this year to take people through the body of knowledge and learn about it. My motivation originally was let's people, let's help people prepare for the certification 
And so they can add the certification to their resume. And that's certainly very valuable. But most people come back and say, what we learned was just so much better. And it really helped me. I had probably been doing these little public groups for about two years. And about a year after one of these groups, CEO, George Farkas, great guy. He's the CEO of a company that develops battery management systems, basically, for luggage. You know, if you have a backpack or something, you can plug things into. I initially thought that that seems rather simple, but it's actually very, there's a lot that goes into making that safe and making it work. But great guy. And he called me a year after doing the group and talked for half an hour to just basically say, you have no idea how much that training experience has helped me as a CEO of the company. And I wish I would have recorded it because it was just him talking for half an hour about how he had put the things that we learned through that experience together into practice. The body of knowledge helps you solve your problems today and also help you think bigger and become a better strategic leader about the bigger picture about growing a company. I agree with you. Multiple of the courses that I teach are centered on entrepreneurship and innovation. It might be new venture creation or something like that. And I always think about PDMA's body of work and now what is now the body of knowledge as being very synonymous, in fact, with entrepreneurship and how you think about starting a company, right? Because a product is simply a a startup is a single product company. So you're starting a product line. And so it, it chronicles the journey from cradle to grave. And it becomes in some ways, and I talk to my students about this and my mentees about this, a little bit of an MBA in a box, the body of knowledge is because you are studying the product and therefore the business of the product from beginning to end. And that ends up being so powerful, right? So even if you are somebody focused on research and development, or if you're somebody focused on product marketing, right? Two different ends of the the curve, the life cycle, what you get is you get the entire context and it's going to make you a better individual, a better leader. It's going to make you more appreciative of what other teams are doing. So I just feel like we have a body of work that is highly relevant to many. Very good. Okay, so we've talked about some reasons to know about PDMA, maybe be involved, certainly the resources. Is there anything else that we should touch on there that you want to share about reasons product managers, leaders should know about PDMA? I'd say a couple things here, Chad. I'd say one, if you think you're going to stay in and around product, and especially if you want to lead product teams of any type, development teams, product management teams, innovation teams, and so forth, then knowing about PDMA and leveraging the professional development and the body of knowledge and the opportunities that we present to learn and engage with others ends up being pretty powerful. You talked about at the beginning, when you're in a company, you have some colleagues in and around your product, right? But your focus is your industry, your market, your product. And unlike, let's say, a functional area like marketing or finance, There aren't usually a lot of individuals. Even if you're in a big company, you're usually siloed into a product. So what PDMA does is it cuts, it it cuts across career journeys through product. It cuts across industries. And so I think if you want to stay in product or you want to be a leader, we would be an organization that you want to at least know about, if not engage with or engage with our opportunities for learning. And the other thing is, and maybe I'm going to say this selfishly as chair of PDMA, we're a serious group, right? We're credible. The things that we put out are evidence-based and research-based. And so 
what we while we certainly have individuals leveraging our work and combining them with real life use cases and anecdotes and so forth at the end of the day where you go if you're serious i'm an electrical engineer if you're an electrical engineer you go to ieee to me if you're a product person truly through your core you go to pdma mm-hmm. if you are interested in finding other finding a job i would say PDMA is an interesting place for that, but we don't have the biggest job board for product managers because that's not our focus. We can refer to you to other places. So I'd say what you should know about PDMA is that we're serious. We care about the discipline. We care about the way in which individuals are able to interact with the discipline, with their teams, and put really great relevant products into market. And that's, that's who we are. And uh, I know one thing that I've benefited from as well uh, on that serious aspect, right? How does the body of knowledge kind of get communicated to people? PDMA, there's researchers involved all the time. The findings of those research make them way themselves into a, a exceptionally credible journal. I don't know how long it's been around, but... Almost as long as PDMA, yeah. The JPIM, the Journal of Product Innovation Management. And then there are books that do get published periodically. There's, yep. I think, uh, what, four editions now of the handbook. And each handbook is a edited series of contributed work. So each chapter is on a different topic, addressing real things. And then there's a tool book yeah. series, similar, addressing real problems. How do you solve this today uh, sort of information? And then there's been other book series. And then there's the body of knowledge, the guide to the body of knowledge itself. And you're working on the third edition. Third edition will be out. And the big kind of our emphasis on the third edition has been to take what was there and make it a little mm-hmm. bit easier to understand and to get your hands around and to maybe focus on the things that we felt were most important. So looking forward to that being published. But there's lots of ways to access this body of knowledge. And we've also touched on what was important to your career and my career, this ability to find colleagues, the other people that are involved in aspects of the work. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And the conferences are a really good way to do that. You know, as a younger product manager, to be able to run into people that are chief product officers, yeah. product VPs that are, what did it take to get there? And just to get some personal insights and such a different kind of relationship to, to be able to have. Tell us about the annual conference that's coming up and maybe just some of your experiences along the years with the conference. Sure. So every year, PDMA puts on an annual research forum and practitioner conference, which are part of the same event effectively. Now, you don't have to go to the academic conference if you're a practitioner and you're solely interested in that. Of course, you don't have to go to the practitioner conference if you're an academic, but they are both together representative of who we are as PDMA. And so this year's conference is in New Orleans. It's called the 2023 Inspire Innovation Conference. And it is a little bit earlier. It's spanning September 16th to 19th. Again, this year, we will start with a research forum on Saturday into the Sunday, and then have a bridge session Sunday afternoon, and then go into our practitioner conference on Monday and early Tuesday. And I have, I can honestly say, I've never been disappointed at any point in my career in a PDMA conference. I am, as I said, a lifelong learner. So I am going to learn and I am going to connect with others. And so anybody that attends this conference will find the content is amazing. 
And you have the opportunity, as you said, it's very egalitarian. So you can be three years into your career talking to somebody that's a chief product officer or a CEO. And the tie that binds is an interest in the discipline, right? We're interested in product development, product management, innovation, and there are a plethora of opportunities and tracks, frankly, to go explore whatever it is that you want to you want to learn about or advance for yourself. So I, I think we do a great job in a short period of time. And we do try to provide opportunities for the entire group to come together. This is a conference. These aren't thousands of people. This is hundreds of people that come together. So we have sessions together. We have tracks, as I said, like any good conference would. So I find I found it, it really useful. I will also add, Chad, that I own a professional services firm. So for my team, especially for those individuals that are earlier in their career, coming to a PDMA conference ends up being a great way to consume a lot of material and do some professional development around the things that our clients care about. And it's not to suggest that the senior people don't come as well, but it's I find it particularly useful for people in the zero to 10 part of their career to be able to come and learn and honestly look through other people's lenses. Because I think when you're in a job, it's very hard to do that. And as a consultant or a service provider, we're forced, you have to be able to do that and you have to be able to do it quickly. I think that was very helpful. So conference is coming up September 16th to 19th in New Orleans. As we're talking about the conference, where can people register for this? So just pdma.org. And the Inspire Innovation Conference this year is should be right there on the front panel. You can click on it and you should be able to register. And right now there's early bird pricing, depending on who you are and whether you're a corporation or an individual or so forth. All of that information is right there. Okay. And personally, my experiences with the conference, I very much have enjoyed the presentations themselves. I have gone to a couple of the academic conferences, which I kind of think of as the pre-conference, right? Yeah. And with my professor hat on, I, I do bridge this both sides a little bit. So the first two days to just hear presentations on whatever kind of research is interesting to you, because there were a lot. I think my first time I went there, probably over 200 presentations in those two days. And I'm sure this varies from year to year, but a lot to take in if you wanted to. And you go to the tracks that are interesting. And then the two days after that for more focus on the practitioner. And it's this connection. I frankly did not appreciate this until I actually did the PhD work. And now that I teach them about how many things actually make it way into practice that have roots from academic research, right? Regardless of the discipline, right? Not just Mm -hmm. product work, but it turns out that if you are trying to make a company run, probably everything you do had its origins in academic research that made its way into practice. It's one of the things that I find brings a lot of credibility to PDMA. I do talk to people that are inside some of the training organizations that are focused on product. And I think they're doing some good things. But at the same time, a lot of that training is based on one or very few people's perspectives and experiences. It's not really a very wide collection of a Bob Cooper, mm. who yep. has given us so much about portfolio management, who was one of those people involved in 1976, I think, right, to start and yep. recently had an interview with him. So people can find that on the podcast, too. 
but someone who said, oh, let's go look at 100 companies and what are they doing? Right. And let's distill what makes sense for someone in this situation to do the right thing. Hopping on to that, the JPIM Research Forum, there's an award, there are awards, and there's a call for papers in advance of the conference. And we've already received upwards of 80 papers. So it's a big deal. And if you think about mm-hmm. academia, there aren't that many faculty, right, teaching in the product space specifically. But if you are teaching in the product space, then this conference and PDMA and our journal are where you want to be. Yep. Again, we're serious. <laughs> Very good. Okay. As listeners know, we do like innovation quotes. What do you have for us? And tell us a little bit about what that means to you. The quote that I love about innovation is invention is a flower, innovation is a weed. And that quote is from Bob Metcalf. He was the inventor of Ethernet and the founder of 3Com. For those of you that don't know who 3Com is, because I'm dating myself, you'll have to go look that up. There is an article that was written in 1999, actually, that I always start my classes. So I teach at the graduate level, typically new venture creation or services innovation or something like that. And I always start by having people read that. And invention is a flower. Innovation is a weed is the metaphor, right? So picture that visual. If you are an inventor and you are creating things, it doesn't mean that it's going to spread rapidly, right? So think about Jeff Morris crossing the chasm. To get across the chasm, you've got to be more like a weed. So that is why I love that quote. It's not necessarily beautiful, but it is effective. Innovation isn't necessarily beautiful, but it's effective. And it's how things spread. So It is how things spread, exactly. So that is my quote. Very good. And for those unfamiliar with 3Com, that that was the networking company. If you were going to buy any kind of networking device, that was who you went to get your network put together. Yeah, it was um, at, because the, I remember at the very beginning. Days. Yes. And I still use it today. There are plenty of modern quotes, but I, you ask that question and I always go back to that. And I do think just a little bit of history and reminding, reminding everybody, regardless of how innovative you are in the current environment, that innovation has been around for a long time. And along with product management disciplines. I'm sure we both have been to conferences in the last few years. Thankfully, product management popped up more visibly as a career path in the early 2000s. I forget when that Wall Street Journal article came out that it was the hot new role. But I would remember going to conferences uh, maybe around 2010 and having people on the panel say, I've been involved in product management from the very beginning. I've been doing this for 10 years. We can easily trace roots to about the 1930s or so back to P&G. And then we have PDMA, a group of people that finally said in 1976, it said, There's a lot of knowledge we already have that we need to get out to other people. And if you want to go someplace to learn about this great history and knowledge that makes sense for you to put into practice today, PDMA makes that easy through the books and publications and the conference is a great way to try it out. Yes, indeed. Okay. Perfectly said. What do you want to leave listeners with about PDMA or anything else? Having the opportunity to talk about PDMA, anytime I get to be an ambassador for PDMA, I think... I think that's a big win, and it is certainly what I'm passionate about. So this particular interview with you has been an opportunity to tell and or remind listeners that if you want to learn, truly learn about product development, product management, or innovation, PDMA is a resource for you, and it's a resource you can trust and count on. 
We've been around for a long time. We are evidence-based and we will be around for a long time because we are all about continuing to advance our discipline. I also would be remiss if I didn't say, you know, if you find that you love the content and you want to engage with the content, there are opportunities to write for our blog, which is K-Hub, our knowledge hub. There's opportunities to get involved in, in doing professional development around our, our body of knowledge. There's always an opportunity to get involved in a chapter and be part of a local community. Whether you have a chapter in your area or not, you can always start a chapter. And you can find us, you can find us in the regular places. You can find us on LinkedIn and Twitter and so forth. But I think the most important thing is to remember to really associate PDMA with a credible resource for you that will help you advance in your career as a leader and expand your network and your resource base. Excellent. In my experience, collaborates all of that. It's been a Excellent. very good association to be involved in for my career development and also provides opportunities for me to give back and help others, which I very much appreciate as well. And we appreciate that. We appreciate that. Thank you, Chad. We appreciate you doing that. And thank you, Susan. And for listeners, I will be at the conference. Delighted to be there in September. If you want to come meet and also benefit from the conference, that would be wonderful. Susan, I assume you're going to be there as well. I will absolutely be there. Yep. Very Wouldn't good. miss it. So, looking forward to it. Thanks again for being with us today, Susan, and helping listeners learn a little bit more about what PDMA does and why it's a valuable association to know about for us as product people. Thank you for having me and us on your podcast. And thank you for all of the work that you're doing. Thank you for, for helping to get our third edition of the Body of Knowledge out and for being very much a piece of the PDMA fabric. You got to volunteer somewhere. It's a good place to do it. Listeners, once again, if you want to find the written summary of everything we talked about, including the one-page action guide to help you with some of the key takeaways, which is going to be why PDMA is important and why you should be considering it, good way to share it with others as well. Find those resources at productmasterynow.com slash 451. Everyone, keep innovating. Thank you for listening to Product Mastery Now, where product leaders and managers gain product mastery through practical knowledge, influence, and confidence. By listening, you are becoming a product master, creating products customers love. Find additional resources at productmasterynow.com. Keep innovating.